What is it that holds us back? What is it that binds you down? What cuts you loose? What sets us free? St. Paul says, for though I am free from all people, yet I have made myself servant unto all people, that I might gain the more. A Janis Joplin says, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. And of course, an Australian actor in an American movie about a Scottish hero famously said, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. I'll leave the Gibson impersonation to you. But in Galatians, Paul also says, Christ has set us free for freedom. Therefore, stand firm and do not submit to the bondage of slavery again. We are awash in quotes and notions about freedom. As we approach a Remembrance Day unlike any before, we ponder again the cost of freedom. And I wonder what sets us free, what cuts us loose. When our days are filled with changing regulations, challenging economics, when our hearts are full of fatigue and, yes, fear, what sets us free? In today's gospel, read in many Reformed congregations around the world, Jesus says, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Grace and peace to you from God and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome home, children of God. Welcome home. Let us pray. Reconciling God in these days of contested truth and hidden hurts of costly freedom. Free us from fear. With so many isolated lives and infected bodies, free us to love in new ways. Draw us closer to those divided families and lead us away from divisive discourse that we might find freedom in you, freedom from fear, freedom to serve, Root us again in that living truth of your Son, that all may be free. In your gracious name we pray. Amen.
This book is called Right Now I Am Fine. Sometimes bad things happen in the world and they make us feel scared. Sometimes these things make us worry about what's going to happen next. Our family, friends, and neighbors may all be affected. All of this worry can make us feel terrible. Our tummies may even feel like they're tied up in knots. But I can still breathe. Okay. It may feel hard to breathe like an elephant is sitting on our chest. But you can still breathe, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, good. I have a big... You have a big, strong chest. Yeah. Our heads may be so full of worried thoughts that we can't concentrate on anything else. But when this happens, it's important to remind ourselves that we are fine right now. To help you calm down, start by closing your eyes. Let's close our eyes, Angus. Now take three deep breaths. Breathe in slowly and breathe out slowly. Breathe in. Breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Now keep your eyes closed and gently wrap your arms around your body and give yourself a big warm hug. You can handle this because right now you are here and you are fine. Let worrying thoughts drift out of your mind. The bad things may still be happening, but you don't have to worry about them right this minute because right now you are fine. What else can you do to relax? Can you draw pretty pictures? That's right. Can you look out the window at the beautiful world outside? Can you look outside? Can you read a funny or exciting story or book? Can you play a fun game or solve a tricky puzzle? Can you cuddle a furry pet or a favorite stuffed animal? What's your favorite stuffed animal? Your monkey? Yeah. My silly monkey. Your silly monkey. No, no, yeah. My silly monkey actually hits me. Oh, no. Well, after you cuddle your silly monkey, you remind yourself, right now, I am fine. Can you say that with me? Right now, I am fine. Very good. Okay, you go play. It's always important to remember when you see scary things on the news or happening around us, to take a deep breath, do something fun, and remember that right now, I am fine. From the eighth chapter of John, let us listen for God's living word to us. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, anyone who sins is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
What is it that sets us free? Jesus says so beautifully, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But what does Jesus mean? We're living in such a time of contested truth, even beyond our predisposition to only see things through a glass darkly. We are living in a time of contested truth. It's natural to turn again to Pilate's question, what is truth? And then to ask today, how does it set us free? I think John's simple complexity invites us to peel away layer upon layer and still not settle upon any easy answers. The real challenge of faith isn't to find the answers, but to lean into the questions in such a way that it opens us up to the one who is always open to us. The challenge is in the asking that we learn to listen, to listen for the one who is always listening to us. As we said last week, the gospel has a way of reframing all our possibilities. And Jesus speaks of truth in a different way. Truth is something fundamentally more, if not wholly different from that set of external constructs we call the truth. The truth to which Jesus leads isn't a group of abstract facts. It's more than the quality or state of being true. It's not relativism or contextualism or absolutism. It's something more than the key to life, the universe, and everything. The truth isn't 42. Jesus makes a singular, transformative, and embracing claim. I am the truth, the way, and the life. It's a statement full of mystery, complexity, possibility. To know the truth is to know Jesus. To know Jesus is to know truth. It's a living truth about you, about me, about creation, about the God who spun everything into being. It's a living truth about grace, mercy, about beauty and brokenness, about duty and despair. And it's about more than that. In John, knowing itself is relational as well as rational. To know the truth is to be related to the truth, to be in relationship with the truth, to be intimately related to the one who is the truth. Just as it is that to live is to be intimately related to the one who is life itself. I am the way, the truth, and the life. There are so many things that hold us down, that hold us back. So many things that hide the truth, that blur the truth. So many things that pull us towards fear, towards falsehood, towards fatigue. So many things that bind us to the brokenness that we call sin. The things that say that you are not whole, that you are not beloved, that you are not worthy. It's all fake news. It's all misinformation. All of it. In a world of you shall not, you cannot, you will not, you are not. Jesus says to us, I am. I am the way. I am truth. I am life. A singular, 
transformative, embracing claim so much larger than our ability to define or to defy. Paul will come to learn and to say, in Christ we are a new and renewing creation. Everything old has passed away. All of this from God, he says, who reconciles us to God's own self through Christ and has given to us that ministry of reconciliation in Christ, in God, in truth, we are set free. Finally, free from fear, free to love, free to serve, free that we might have life and have it abundantly. In this season of remembrance, when we ponder the deep and difficult costs of earthly freedom, let us remember that in Christ we not only know the truth, we are related to the truth. In Christ not only do we have life, we are related to life itself. And that truth will set us free. Amen. Let us pray. In these darkening days and cooler climates, warm us with the sound of your voice. In the remembrance of the days to come, root us in the strength of our past. 
inspire us with the hope of our future, which is in you. In the freedom of your truth, the call of your path, the grace of your life, open us again to the angels of our better nature, that we might be bold, bold to act and to love and to withhold, to withhold from fear and hate and all those things that pull us from you. And give us strength to pray, to pray for our leaders and for our world and even for ourselves. So we pray for queen and country, for those who served abroad and those who never returned, for those who serve now. We pray for leaders near and far, for enemies old and new, for those who have too little and those who in their brokenness can never have enough. Remembering that to know the strength of your love is to have the strength to pray for others and to pray for ourselves in humility and in faith. So we join our voices with those before and those yet to come, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, whether you feel bound tight or set free, whether you're fine right now or anything other than fine, Go out into the world in peace and have courage. Hold on to what is good and return no person evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted and support the weak. Help the suffering and honor all people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And now the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of that same Holy Spirit be and abide with us all now and beyond forever. Amen.